Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630 WLAP, right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker of the I can finally announce. Hold on, Kyle. Uh, that was, uh, I, I, I'm just going to stop it. Oh, we're going to keep rolling. We're going to leave this in the podcast, but your connection actually cut out right as what job you said you actually had. <laughs> so it said, I'm Kyle Tucker of the. That, that's a that's a perfect final chapter to the never-ending suspense about it, although I think a lot of people correctly guessed. But I am Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. I'm very happy to say uh, after three months, today marks three months that I have not uh, been published, uh, and, and today I was published. And you can go to The Athletic. Uh, you can download the app, which is really cool. You can go to the site. Uh, you can just go to my Twitter. I've been tweeting about it all day. The link is there. Uh, Alex Poitras, former Kentucky Wildcat and uh, current Atlanta Hawk, uh, scooped me today with his sources just before the announcement. So kudos to Alex on some great sources and good reporting. But, yes, I am now Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, entering my eighth year covering Kentucky basketball, incredibly. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Pumped to be doing that on the writing side. But every – Every single day, I'll be right here with Curtis as well, talking cats Monday through Friday every week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Lex Start Nutrition, L-E-X Start Nutrition. We'll give you some more information in just a little bit. We do want to start out with the news of the day. We've got some football. Mark Stoops had his press conference, his Monday press conference. There were some recruiting updates, uh, basketball-wise. And uh, then we'll wrap with with Kyle's little spiel about why he chose the athletic. Uh, But first, Mark Stoops. Spoke Monday press conference normal one as always the most noteworthy thing was the injury update and it Stoops confirmed with Nasir Watkins it was what they thought it's a knee injury he said he'll be out several weeks plan is to work Darian Kennard in they have a bye week after the AM game so they'll they'll kind of play it by ear and see where it goes from there other than that the, the there was a lot of and Kyle you I mean you expect these things obviously he's playing. His former boss for the first time since he's been at Kentucky and all the questions were kind of of, you know, what's it like? What's it going to be like facing Jimbo? And he really didn't He kind of tried to, I wouldn't say escape those questions, but didn't give him much of an answer. And his his main point was that they've both changed so much since then and people evolved that there's not really much of an advantage against going against somebody, you know. Well, yeah, and I mean, if this was Jimbo at Florida State, it'd be different. But I mean, he's in what game five of his uh, of his tenure at uh, Texas A M, so he's at a new school, um, going through some growing pains there. I mean, they obviously uh, made a coaching change for a reason. Uh, so you know, and and frankly, it weren't, things weren't going great for Jimbo at Florida State when he left town. But um, this is a, a definitely a different deal. It's kind of a, a whole new ball game in terms of that. It's not like you know the whole staff that that Mark Stoops and Eddie Grand knew before uh, is the same at Florida State because uh, I think there's there's quite a quite a bit of difference in the staff that is now there at Texas A&M. So I mean th- there's some differences. Mark may have wanted, may have been wanting to distance himself from uh, from his mentor this particular week because uh, Jimbo's taken some heat for grabbing a player by the face mask and rattling it pretty hard to, to get his attention the other day on the sideline. Uh, you know, you can debate 
whether or not you know there's the you know we're going soft as a society that's not not a big deal crowd and and the people that are really upset about it but you can't i don't think you can debate that there's some irony in the fact that as he explained that jimbo said he was mad at the kid because he was out there pushing and fighting and he's telling him stop pushing and fighting and he by doing to do so he grabbed him by the face mask then pushed and yanked and pulled him around so uh it's like uh, telling your kid not to hit and then spanking them really hard. <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know that I make a whole lot out of the the Stoops Jimbo storyline this week. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It is what it, one of those things that when you're around football so much, more than likely there's somebody on the other staff you've worked with at some point. I mean, Stoops has relationships with all these guys. And Eddie Grand, I guess, and I don't even know when this would have been. I'm trying to remember. He was asked, uh, not Eddie Grand wasn't asked. Mark Stoops was asked about Eddie Grand working with Jimbo, and I don't even remember when that would have necessarily been. Um, but they all these guys have all worked together at some point. And, well, Eddie was on the staff with Mark at Florida State. Okay, there you go. See, I didn't even remember that. And so when you get to th- this point, there's so much crossover. Eventually. It isn't going to be a huge advantage. Stoops went into the fact that how he basically just got the job based off an interview, more or less, with Jimbo. They didn't have a, a huge prior relationship before that, and so it was kind of merit based. And it wasn't. It doesn't. There isn't some. Uh, Mark Stoops doesn't have a window into Jimbo Fisher's soul that will let him know what he's going to do on a fourth down in a, in a key part of this, uh, you know, game or anything like that. Um, so while these things are interesting. And they are fun storylines to follow. Uh, impact on the game, I don't think there's a huge, huge, huge impact. And Stoops just mentioned today that going against the West and a team you don't see much, it's kind of like a non-conference opponent um, in these games. And so it's basically another week for Kentucky football. The other thing I did want to say is Stoops was asked about uh, appealing the Cash Daniel hit, and he, he acted like he, had, he actually said, I hadn't even thought about it. He said that anytime there's any kind of contact with the face mask or helmet, it's not going to get overturned. And from what he saw in those videos, there was maybe there was slight contact, so it's kind of pointless to put that into the league office. Yeah, I, I, you know when you talk about impact on the game, uh, the Jimbo Stoops thing, not so much the uh, Cash Daniel missing the first half and Nasir Watkins, the what had been starting left tackle in place of the already injured starting left tackle Landon Young those are the two those are the impacts uh the big impacts on this game uh I think that's pretty significant I mean one it really really damages your depth on the offensive line when they've been so good this year and they've been playing sort of a rotation between Watkins and EJ Price uh over there since Landon Young went down now you got EJ Price and a totally unproven guy and um, and then obviously the, the cash Daniel loss for a half, you know, that's, that's a tough one, right? To start the game in a hostile road environment, to lose one of your leaders, your, one of your emotional leaders is tough. And, and I think those two things are, could potentially have a huge impact on this game. I mean, if something happens to EJ price or he just not, doesn't have it on Saturday, uh, it's not, a, not the kind of place you want to be with a totally new, uh, unproven, untested, uncertain freshman left tackle um, on the road in the SEC in front of 110,000 people. So th- those are I'm, I'm very, very curious to see how they handle those losses. Wrapping up the football news of the day, Josh Allen was named Defensive Player of the Week again. That's three of five times this season. Really, really impressive. Obviously, 
You know, he earned that against what what he did against South Carolina. Also, George Asafo J was named all SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. That makes three of five weeks for a Kentucky offensive lineman. This is the first non-Bunchy Stallings winner, uh, but it just kind of proves that how good those guys are as a as a unit. And Josh Allen, who is who he thought he was, actually he's probably a little bit better than that. Stoops said today that he would definitely have been on an NFL roster, but his decision was one that he obviously liked since Josh Allen's on his roster. So, so sixty percent of the of the uh, season, uh, Kentucky's had the defensive player of the week and the offensive lineman of the week. Yes, that's uh, that's pretty good. And and I, I don't think we actually went over the specific numbers yesterday, but I had tweeted it out. Uh, Kentucky has the SEC leader in sacks. Josh Allen tackles for loss. Josh Allen uh, passes defended, and that is uh, Darius West. And then rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, obviously Benny Snell, and punting. Uh, they are, I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible, um, sort of across the board for Kentucky there. They have some of the very best players in the sec, uh, sort of scattered all over the the field. And that's, I mean, there's there's no surprise then that that a team uh, like that would be five and oh, I guess. We're going to get to some basketball recruiting, but first I wanted to tell you guys more about Lex start nutrition. We know you stay locked on to the Cats 247, but maybe it's time to get locked on your health as well. Lex Start Nutrition and its UK grad owner are here in Central Kentucky to help you achieve your dietary goals with personalized support for weight loss, weight management, and nutrition education. While it's true that we could all use some support when attempting to resist the third quarter bag of kettle corn, Lex Start Nutrition goes beyond basic diet tips with their revolutionary leap therapy. A blood test allows Lexstart certified leap therapist to pinpoint the exact foods and ingredients that give your body the bad kind of blues. Symptoms like inflammation, sinus congestion, chronic pain, IBS, or even heartburn can be improved or eliminated by following a highly personalized leap protocol. Lexstart accepts insurance like Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Humana, and HSA FSA accounts. Visit LexStartNutrition.com or call 859-429-8935 for more information and a free 15-minute phone consultation. That's LexStartNutrition.com and Lex get started today. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Kyle, it was a big football weekend on the field with the win. But John Calipari had a big a big weekend as well in the recruiting. Oscar Schwebe, I said that purposely, ambiguously, because I honestly, the more this goes on, I still don't know how to say his name. I think his his visit is wrapping up as we're recording this on Monday. Um, but Isaiah Stewart was there for the weekend. I believe he was at the game. He was at some practices. And it looks like from the tea leaves on the Internet, the tide is turning for the five-star big man. Yeah, I think we talked yesterday on the podcast about Evan Daniels logging a 247 uh, crystal ball pick uh, in favor of Kentucky. And then Evan had a story today, uh, uh, Monday as we record this, uh, where he interviewed Isaiah after his visit to uh, to Kentucky. Uh, and it was an interesting interview. You know, Kentucky was kind of slow to jump in, even though Isaiah is a top five player in the class, because in part they're recruiting number one and number two, Vernon Carey and uh, James Wiseman, two other big men. And because they don't kind of know – how many big men they're going to need and, and quite possibly could need 
a whole new front court. And uh, I thought it was interesting that Isaiah Stewart kind of acknowledged in that interview that he understood why. That he kind of got the, the math of it, that they're not going to go out and offer 10 big guys when they don't know exactly the situation. Uh, didn't sound like that offended him that they got in late. And then the other thing that really stood out to me was, was the way he talked about what kind of stood out to him on the visit, which was watching the guys work out seeing how hard the practices are and all those sorts of things. And yeah, I got the like quote. You said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, go, you got it there. Go ahead. Well, well, the one is it says, Kentucky is Kentucky. you got to go there and bust your chops off. They bust have... your chops off. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> Not just bust your chops, but bust them clean off. Yeah, and he, he went in to talk about how, you know, the gym's 15 steps away from the dorm, which I'm sure Calipari fed in that line. Yes. And, and, the hard and another one he clearly fed him was he knew like the numbers of NBA contracts for Cal's guys, and <laughs> uh, they they obviously put the full court press on him with all and pulled out all the, you know, all the really attractive pieces of why you come to Kentucky. But uh, why that stands out to me, the thing about the practice is it, you know, there's a theme developing there, and we talked about it with Scotty Lewis, who looked like Kentucky was way on the outside looking in with Florida as the clear favorite for Scotty Lewis, a top 10 player who's a wing uh, in this class. Uh, And then Scotty came for an official visit, and he talked afterwards, I think, with Adam Zagoria about um, playing pickup with those guys and seeing all the talent was. And and now you start to hear some vibes that, like, Kentucky's making a move on him. And and it seems like that's really becoming – a selling point and also a really attractive thing to, to elite guys who are, you know, have a lot of pride and also kind of get the bigger picture, uh, the idea of development and what it takes to, to be an NBA level player. You got to play against NBA level players and you're never going to play against more of them than if you're practicing against them every day. It seems like that piece of what Kentucky has going, especially this year, if you came to visit this year and saw 10 on, you know, five on five with a 10 deep team full of legit players, you'd go, man, I'm going to get better here. And I, I get the sense that some of these guys that they were, were maybe um, struggling to make a move on in recruiting. Once they get them here and they see that, that that's making an impact that's sticking with them. It's Isaiah Stewart's now mentioned it. Scotty Lewis has mentioned it. Um, you got to think that that's a good sign people think about how good this year's team is in in terms of this year and how great it is for this year. But when you step back and think, man, how good is that for recruiting when people come in the building and see that they've got a team with Keldon Johnson's mentality and Ashton Hagen's mentality and PJ and, and Reed Travis, a bunch of dudes who are just super focused, super aggressive, trying to get better and kill each other and practice every day uh, to the cert, to the certain kind of guy Calipari wants to recruit. That's going to really, I think, stick with them, and it sounds like it has. Yeah, and the other the other thing that is, well, it's it's a negative kind of note here. They Kentucky missed the cut for Zeke Naji, uh, the four star big man. It might be a five star somewhere. I don't I don't know all the different rankings, but Kentucky didn't make his final five. But maybe that is a little bit, if you wanted to spin it as a positive, a sign that they're getting Stewart, and not necessarily that Kentucky would pull an offer or anything like that, but. When the writing's on the wall and the kid kind of sees, hey, they're going to get this other guy, they're still in for those other two bigs that you mentioned in Wiseman and Carey, uh, there's not going to be enough room for me there. I'm going to cut my list and look at the other options I have because he has some other good options. Yeah, that could have been it. Could have been just he liked the other places better. Um, I, but I don't think – I think Kentucky has, has, in a little bit of an unusual turn, I think, enough net now with some of these later uh, offers and, and pursuits – 
and where they stand with guys, I think they're going to be just fine in the front court. I don't see them striking out. It seems like they're now in a great spot with Stewart and an even better spot with Oscar, who seems like he's maybe closest to popping. Uh, you know, if we're looking for the next commitment to Kentucky, it seems like Oscar Schwebe uh, is probably um, the next in line. But, I mean, that's two guys that are really, really good players with, a third. I would think, at least a third uh, still to come. I think they would still very much like to get Wiseman and or Carey even if they get those other two, and I yeah. think Kentucky will be just fine in the front court. That would be a pretty pretty solid <laughs> front court. However, if ever you want to shake it, and it would be a nice little bonus, you know, if you can kind of solidifies it with a top five guy. It's it's crazy <laughs> that you're talking about a a top five player in the class as a like a backup plan. And obviously, we don't have the inside scoop on what Kentucky how they how they prioritize these guys. But just looking at it from the outsiders, that's the way it looks. And if they can get Shuibe, who, as I said, visit is wrapping up here on a Monday, we'll probably have some more information on that on the podcast in the upcoming weeks and in the upcoming days this week. Um, but we didn't don't have a ton since it just finished, so we'll, we'll update you that later on in this week. And I did want to go ahead and plug: we're going to have a national football guest on the next podcast to kind of find out where where Kentucky football fits in that perspective. Get a an outsider's view, kind of, on Benny Snell and Josh Allen and those guys. I just wanted to put that plug in there to let people who are tuning in for some football knowledge and, you know, got a little basketball and coming up, we're going to talk to Kyle about his decision to join the athletic. If you didn't get enough football on this one, A, you can go back and listen to the previous one. And if you've already done that, just stay tuned. We're going to get you a bunch of football here in a bit. But as I said, we got to, we're going to talk to Kyle about his decision to join the athletic. But first, I wanted to tell you guys about a vivid seat. Vivid Seats, we you know, we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite teams. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in a section or row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite life event. This is Locked On Kentucky. Your team every day. Speaking of events, Kyle, you have a new job. Congratulations again. <laughs> it's a big life event. What Thank a, you. Thank what, you. How did you decide to become a member uh, of The Athletic? Well, you can read all about it at The Athletic. Uh, I, I wrote a piece about sort of that whole thought process and just what attracted me to them and, and I, I'd love for people to read it in part just because at the very bottom it's a free uh, unlocked uh, story and at the bottom uh, there'll be a link to how you can subscribe and get 30% off right now with the new launch discount uh, it I think it works out to like 350 or 3.99 a day a week sorry I'm a month gosh I'm like over overpricing this thing uh, 3.99 a month or 350 a month I, I don't know what the math works out to after 30% off but it's essentially less than a cup of coffee if you go to Starbucks. 
uh, every month. And you get everything that we do, which is cool, too. It's not just Kentucky coverage, which I hope you'll love. But if you love the Bengals, the, the Reds, NBA, NFL, I mean, we have the best collection of sports writers in America. It's crazy. A bunch of guys that were at Sports Ill- and gals that were at Sports Illustrated, uh, Yahoo, USA Today, some of the best newspapers and, and websites all over the country covering every major pro team just about uh, in, in the country and national writers that you know, Stu Mandel, Bruce Feldman, uh, Seth Davis, um, people that have been sort of people I looked up to in the business are now my, um, my colleagues, and that's really cool. That was a big part of it. But, you know, to, to sort of summarize what's in that article about why I chose the athletic, and I, and I was really fortunate. You know, the SEC country got vaporized, and it was a shock to all 100-plus of us who got laid off that day. Um, most people have, have landed on their feet, I think, now, and that's awesome. Uh, I was really lucky after a scary couple of days. The phone was ringing, and I had options. Um, but this was the one I really wanted because um, it's a chance to step back from kind of the daily fray and focus on going a little deeper, you know, spending some time on stories, uh, writing the kinds of stories and the quality of stories that I, like, fulfill me as a writer. And I think also um, – make readers feel like they, they um, got something out of it and weren't just kind of tricked into, I'm not saying everybody else out there is just tricking people, but a lot, so much of what uh, sports journalism quote unquote has become today is like trying to trick people into clicking on your link. And, and I don't mean it necessarily even as in an insidious way, but it's like everybody's trying to win the war of the Google search. So how many Google search terms and Google searchable headline can we put on this so that when somebody Googles the trending topic of the day, it pops up first and they click ours uh, and, you know, viral stuff like Calipari was on a hoverboard and did a, did a spin on his hoverboard. Let's write a 300 word post about it. Um, I mean, you know, I don't begrudge that. I, it's just it becomes a little exhausting as a person covering a, a team. And I think it probably leads to some sort of like burnout and tune out in the, in the readership, in the fan base. Uh, because there's because it's not just a couple places doing that. There's a hundred different sites and blogs that are all doing that and aggregating each other. And um, I think it just becomes a lot of white noise, uh, a lot of busy work, a lot of stuff that doesn't have a lot of depth to it. And um, I don't know. It's all it's all a little exhausting. Okay, and, and I did that for a long time. And this is to me what's really cool is the athletic is a chance to step back and not do that. Um, and spend some time, uh, dig a little deeper, and write write really cool stuff that I hope people will really enjoy reading. So how how often will will you post? Obviously, you'll still tweet a bunch because you have nothing. It's what you do no matter what, even when you have a word <laughs> gang. gang. I'm yeah. try, I'm, yeah. Someday I'll try to wean myself <laughs> off, but I keep saying I'm going to. Yeah, but but you know, to to how how often should people be looking for your work? What what kind of posts? Will you be doing? You, yeah. you 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 mentioned the deep dives, but what specifically when you when you go into deep dive, what are you wanting to dive into? Well, I mean, it's oddly enough, I think the first big story that I'm going to publish is going to be a football story. That there the the college basketball, the the athletic college basketball is the the side that hired me to cover Kentucky basketball uh, almost exclusively, if not exclusively. But as it turned out, the the football team, and we've talked before about how just readership interest, ticket interest, was way down in football. Um, but you know, all of a sudden I'm getting ready to start this job and Kentucky goes on a football tear and they have a star and Benny Snell and Josh Allen and, 
um, Cash Daniel, and they're you know becoming kind of a national darling, and uh, people are interested in football again. So we won't ignore that. You know, if there's something, I would say, if the baseball team like surges and goes to the College World Series, we probably wouldn't ignore that. Um, now, will we cover it every day with every little thing? And uh, no, I won't do that. I won't really be doing that with basketball either. Um, but you know, with football, we'll pick our spots and try to do some really cool stuff. Um, how often I'll write? I don't know. Um, it won't. I don't. It won't be every day. I don't think. Um, I, I don't think that's stepping back and breathing and let it. You know, digging deep. If you're if you're kind of trying to churn every day, sometimes you do need to just spend some time with something. So, you know, I hope uh, it'll be fewer times, but a lot, um, a lot more rewarding, uh, both for me as a writer. And I, like I said, I th- hope for the readers that you'll, you, when you read some of this stuff, you'll say like, okay, this took some time. This took some uh, piece, some sort of extra uh, effort, you know, got in the car and went somewhere, got in a plane and went somewhere or just, some thinking a different way, even sometimes, you know, covering a game, uh, I'll try not to do it the way I've done it, you know, and and try to look for different angles and look in different places, um, and tell maybe some stories that people that are unexpected or just, you know, outside the box a little bit. I guess this is all a little bit nebulous as I'm trying to describe it. I don't know exactly yet how it'll look, but I know I want to make sure it's different. So, uh, stay tuned, I guess. All right. Give the plug. Well, we'll just wrap up right now. You can follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Be sure to be following at Locked On UK and find Locked On Kentucky on Facebook. And Kyle, where can people find you online now and how can they follow you? Yeah, they can go to theathletic.com. Uh, they can go to my Twitter page. It's still uh, Kyle Tucker underscore SEC uh, today as we record. I think by the time you listen to this, it might be changed. I didn't want to change it today because people were tweeting with that, that, that handle, and I didn't want to throw people off by changing it in the middle of the big announcement day, but it'll eventually be at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H, as in athletic. Um, athlete. Yep, you know, athlete. That, that, that's, that's what, me. That's what I'm that, an athlete. That's what that means when you see it on the recruiting sites for football exactly. players when they don't have specific positions. Kyle yes. Tucker, athlete. That's um, how I'm going to read it from ever. I'm a multi, multi-skilled talent. Uh, and, and download the app, too. I mean, that's the best way to use, uh, to interact, I think, with The Athletic because they have a great app. Uh, it's really clean. The, the thing I would tell you, just from a user perspective, there's no ads, there's no videos, no pop-ups. It's nothing but the story. Uh, you know, you pay uh, a small fee, but for that, not only do you get quality, hopefully, you certainly get a, a cleaner reader experience. It looks really nice and sharp. Uh, you can let you do all kinds of things. You can customize your feed to get whatever teams you follow. Uh, you can bookmark stories for later and save them in a queue so that if you don't have time to read it now, you can go back there and remember to read it after work. Uh, you can change the background settings like you do in the book app, you know, the book app when you're using the book reader on your phone. Uh, it's just really sharp. Uh, so download the athletic app. Um, and spend some time with it. Thanks so much again to Lex Start Nutrition. That's L-E-X Start Nutrition. Give that website a peruse or give them a call and get your health back on track. Their number is 859-429-8935. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Kentucky. We'll talk to you soon. 
You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.